You are listening to special pandemic coverage of the coronavirus on the John DePietro Show. on this uh, very rainy Easter Monday. My goodness, who said we need some rain? It's dry outside. Not me, not Juan. Uh, for those of you enjoy a rainy day, you got one. Folks, is this a Monday or is this a Monday? And it is. It happens to be Monday, April 13th, Easter Monday. We've had happy Easter Mondays. Uh, at least yesterday was a nice day. Uh, but today is a day to... Uh, if you want to run out right now, I notice it has let up. It's going to be heavy rain and wind later. But for now, the weather is actually not that bad. Right now, it is 11.06 on this Monday. Good morning. It's John DePietro as we kick off another week under the broadcast during this pandemic right here. Weekdays 11 to 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, DePietro.com. I want to say good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. This portion of our program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Some good news is that Rhode Island's number one garden center is open for the season. And I stopped in. You know, they are fully compliant. They have the, the distancing up. So many of their uh, products are outside to begin with, but it is safe. And they have a beautiful selection of pansy flats, pansy bags. They still have plenty of Easter plants that look great this time of year. Uh all health professionals say it's be very healthy for you to maybe do some gardening outside, take care of your property. And the best place to get started with that is with Steve and Debbie and Junior at PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, located 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Look for them on Facebook. They have a magnificent Facebook page. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, where landscape materials are available, screen loom. Black, brown, hemlock, mulch. They also do pickup and delivery, by the way. If you prefer delivery, some people might. Anything flowers included, they can do that. The best thing to do, you can call them at 295-4399. 295-4399. You can also email them, prmaterials at cox.net. I highly recommend their Facebook page, which also I do share. And it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Well, folks, good morning. Uh, again, scheduled for today, coming up at 1 o'clock, we will carry Governor Raimondo her daily press briefing. Now, the governor did not have a press briefing yesterday. Instead, she offered a, a kind of a, a, well, it wasn't kind of, it was an Easter message to everyone. But we'll get a better sense of where things stand. Now, right now, Rhode Island is certainly designated as a hotspot. Uh, that's also, the, I don't believe there's any outside testing today, so that will throw off the numbers a little bit. But with increased testing brings the number up. But now that's not a bad thing, but it does give us a better understanding of exactly, you know, where we are in this. Uh, we'll find out more from the governor uh, as people are starting to set in around the country. Now, today is April, uh, Monday, April 13th. And large parts of the country are starting to look, or at least the White House is starting to look at this May 1st deadline. Now, Governor Amundo has issued the stay-at-home order for Rhode Island to be that of May 8th. So we'll get a better sense of that. There's some different dynamics playing out. 
that I want to talk about. I do want to say good morning to everybody on Facebook Live. If you're on Facebook, you can go to my uh, page. And at different times, we do a Facebook Live. But I, uh, I don't have it up. I don't use it to interact so much during the course of the program because we have so many radio listeners. And folks, remember, you can always listen. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. I always say because different people listen from different places that you can always uh, listen online, which you can. Uh, and then we will do I've been I've been doing a Facebook live at night that has become uh, wildly popular. So we will also do that as well. I do like to check in just a little bit from time to time with. Uh, and I know many of you do listen on uh, Facebook and we'll see. I am thinking this Suzanne and Pazzo. Good morning, everyone. Hola, Ryan and everyone else. Dr. Lisa, I, I'm contemplating. I don't know. Maybe perhaps I will look to maybe have the governor's governor Armando in her um her briefing on the Facebook page. I don't know. There's there's a lot of different moving uh, parts to this. Uh, a lot of different uh, moving parts to this this whole thing, folks. Right now, regarding the coronavirus, there's several things that I I do want to um, touch on, and I I think there's some element of um, a big debate going on right now, and I, I I am very distressed at this, and that is this talk. That President Trump is talking about um, that there, there, there is talk. I don't like the fact that he put out that uh, he he he, re, he um, excuse me he retweeted a tweet that said hashtag fire Fauci, and I I don't like the sound of that, and I don't like the sound of it for um, for a lot of different reasons. And I'm going to share with you what, what they are and we'll talk about it a little bit. And you can send me some uh, email on it. And, and um, a big part of this, folks, is I, I want to be very clear. My support for the president, I don't want to see Joe Biden become elected president. A bit, as much as people are saying that a big part of this is going to be who he selects for vice president, it's still going to come down to who it is that's going to lead the country. And I want to be very clear because I think some people, I was having a conversation with someone last week, and basically there are some people that feel, well, you know, as long as he fights the good fight and stays what's true to him, then what happens, happens. I don't feel that way. I want to be very clear and maybe give you some insight as to how I feel. And that is, the only thing that matters in an election is winning. And some of you that may not appreciate that or understand the different dynamics of that, if you are in the course, course of a campaign and your strategy is losing, you don't just stay down that course. You have to pivot. You have to alter. You have to change the element of your campaign. President Trump did that as much as some people don't pay attention in August into September of 2016. And there were two Major reasons for that. Number one, he brought in Steve Bannon and started listening to him. And number two, and I was there watching, it was Kellyanne Conway. In August of 2016, some people may not remember who was running the campaign. Paul Manafort. Now, many of you would say that you just stayed. No, you don't just stay the blanking course. You have to pivot. Approval ratings matter. I was wasting time as someone was tweeting and texting me, I should say, last week. Of uh, polls are being, poll, you're dead wrong. The, the reason the, the President Trump won is because they paid attention to the internal polling. And it, there's a strategy to it. There's a science to it. And the president, because of their internal polls, as someone sent me a thing, polls are being, you're wrong. You're dead wrong. The whole reason the president won is because they had good internal polling. That showed him he could win in Pennsylvania. He could win in Wisconsin. He could win in Michigan. 
They had to change their strategy. You don't just continue down a losing path. Now, if the president did some things differently, he could have enormous popularity right now, but he doesn't because of mistakes that are being made. And many of you continue to just drink the Kool-Aid and you're sheep and you're blind and you just say you just follow down that path. That, that is completely moronic. Listen, I, I have the airwaves and I, I voice my opinion. Many, some people just, they have the luxury. Some people try to argue with me on social media and they, they don't even use their real name. But I, I don't, I digress. I don't want to get into that. I want to be very clear. Dr. Fauci has an 88% approval rating with the United States people. To fi- Where is this coming from? These people, Fauci's in with Gates. Fire Fauci, you're dead wrong. That would be a, irre- I, I don't think he could ever recover from that now listen you know the president wants to be judged on on how they end up handling this crisis and i want to be very clear i don't want biden to win some of you seemingly want him to win i absolutely don't for the president to fight the good fight and come in second means zero to me it's all about winning and i'm not talking about you you change your core but the strategy they're employing right now the president's approval ratings are, are going down President Trump, his latest approval rating, some of you don't pay attention to it. I can assure you where they do pay attention to it is in the White House. If the if President Trump did certain things differently, his approval rating should be north of 60. And then there is no election. Then no one wants to change because who would want to change or, or even higher than that? I'll tell you who does have high approval rating, the governors. And this is a problem. The governor of California. Now, some of you are very parochial. You don't pay attention to anything outside of your own little world. Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, he has an 85% approval rating, unheard of. He had a 45% approval rating. He's gone up 40 points. Why? He took action. And there is a danger. He has said, you know what, from California, we are just state run. I'm not even listening to Washington anymore. President Trump needs to recognize there are people that are more popular than he is. Governor of New York Cuomo is. Governor of California is. A governor who is listening to him is the governor of Florida. And he has seen his approval ratings go down. Listen, no one's panicking. We have a long way to go here. But the White House cannot continue down the path they're on or he will lose. You can get so low. If you go below 40%, you you get so far down, you can't come back. I want to be very clear. I want to see him win. I want to see him reelected. Biden would be a cataclysmic disaster. Biden is in the pocket of the unions, the special interests. I absolutely abhor, I I in no way want to see Biden win. It would be terrible. It would be terrible for us. It would be terrible for the country. I want to see four more years. But you can't continue down this path. This business of fire, Fauci, he's in with Gates. I'm telling you, you people would would be Jim Jones at at Jonestown saying, I'm in line for the Kool-Aid. Or you'd be alongside David Koresh with a rifle saying, we're going to take out the U.S. government at Waco. You can't listen to some certain people that are nuts or they're giving false arguments or they're trying to push the president in this decision. You know, who has the power right now? If Gavin Newsom says to the people of California, I, I'm going to stop listening to the White House. We're just going to do what we have to do in California. Where does that leave the president? It leaves him without power. What is he to do about that? 
What if Governor Baker of Massachusetts, 81 percent approval rating, says, I'm going to stop. You know, how about President Trump says these governors aren't even returning my phone calls? Then what position would he be in? Cuomo, over 80 percent approval rating. Baker, 81 percent approval rating. Newsom, 85 percent approval rating. And in those states, the president's approval rating is below 30. He has to be cautious to not listen to certain people on the right that are trying to push him into a fight that he cannot win. I believe you win fights. You win elections. There's no reward for losing. Firing Fauci right now could be a death knell. I am telling you, it's not worth it. The administration, they were slow to react to this. The president did step up and he did stop the flights coming in from China. That was positive. He did stop the flights from Europe. But this is not a time to start throwing people under the bus and start trying to look for a fall guy. That's not it. Now, I understand an infectious disease person. They are the most extreme. Someone like a Dr. Fauci. I'm not saying you set policy on that. But you, you, you don't fire someone that has close to a 90% approval rating with the people in the United States. That would be an unforced error. And the president should not be retweeting anything like that. Dr. Fauci is well respected. Many of you, I want to remind you, who put him there in the first place? President Reagan, that name ring a bell? President Bush, 41. How about President Bush, 43, awarded him the Medal of Honor? What, what, what is the matter with some of Fire Fauci? Who's, according to who? Alex Jones? Who's still saying that Newtown was a fraud? With some people on the right? I want to be very, I want to see President Trump reelected. That's not a strategy to get reelected. Now, I am going to talk about, you know, Bill Bennett, who I have a lot of respect for. Uh, he's completely wrong. There's so many false arguments on the other side. And I want to tell you about that. And also, things are, listen, things are a little going off the, 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 the wheels are coming off a little bit locally as well. I, I want to be very clear about that. Uh, folks, it's John DePietro. Right now it's 1120 on this Monday. This portion of the program is brought to you by AE Mazika Insurance Services. This is a time to save money. Now, listen to what I'm telling you. There are people that want to help you save money. And one of them, two of them actually, is Scott Zamborano and Alex Mazika of AE Mazika Insurance Services. Call them today, 401-353-9300. They have a page on Facebook. They also have a website. It's aemazika.com. They're located 1529 Mineral Spring Avenue in North Providence. It's A.E. Mazika Insurance Services, and they will help you save money. Listen, saving money over the next few months, the rest of this year, is going to be vitally important. They're offering you a free consultation. I, am, I implore you to call them. And give them the task. Let them help you save money on your life insurance, your home insurance, your auto insurance, business. They're licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts and Florida. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Business insurance could change. Uninsured motorist coverage. Renters insurance. A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Call today. Free consultation. Let Scott and Alex save you money. 401-353-9300. 401-353-9300. Located 1529 Mineral Spring Avenue in North Providence. It's A.E. Mazika Insurance Services. Now, Bill Bennett, who I've had as a guest different times, who is a conservative in the past that I've respected, uh, he is out today with an argument, and it's a false argument. 
And I want to play it for you because I was very disturbed when I was hearing it. And this has started to become pattern now of many people that are trying to still. It, it's almost like the deniers of the whole thing. Right. They don't want to acknowledge the hospitals. They don't want to acknowledge healthy people on the front lines that are dying. They don't want to acknowledge cashiers. They don't want to acknowledge people with no underlying conditions or just that the hospitals are overflowing. They don't acknowledge anything. It's these talking points that some of you have. They're not original thoughts. They're told to you. You memorize them just like you memorize the Pledge of Allegiance. This is so irresponsible. Bill Bennett. I wish I could have him. Because I would rip apart. His argument makes the case of why this is serious. He's making a false argument. I want to play it for you. Fox News contributor Bill Bennett compares it to the flu. Let me play this for you, Phil. What are we missing about this virus? We see the numbers, uh, 22,000 dead, how many cases. But you took a step back, and what did you find? The Brian Kilmeade, Fox News. Yeah, let's take a step back. Uh, the estimates now from the University of Washington, which is the model everybody's been going on, even though it's been wrong Understood. most of the time, true. by a lot, overstating it, is now they say 60,000 people will die. 61,000 is what we lost to the flu in 2017 and 2018. The flu. Now, we all regret the loss of uh, 61,000 people, if that's what it turns out to be. I'm going to tell you, I think it's going to be less. And salute all those who are working on the front lines on this, the hospital workers, the nurses, the doctors, etc., and the generosity of the American people. But if you look at those numbers and see the comparable, uh, we're going to have fewer fatalities from this than from the flu. I want to just stop that just for a moment. I'll tell you where this is a false argument is because, number one, you do have a flu vaccine, flu shot that people are not getting, which is wrong. Number two, that number, if we had things in place now, if we had had them in place then, and no one was saying anything, sick people were going into nursing homes, people were not washing their hands, you weren't doing social distancing, you weren't stopping people from visiting people in hospitals and nursing homes and continue to spread it. If we had those things, if we had in place what we have now, which is quarantine and social distancing and and the importance of hand washing and the importance of not allowing people to go into nursing homes when they're sick or hospitals, then the deaths that he just mentioned of the flu would be much lower. Never mind the people that for whatever reason, and I know many of them that don't get a flu shot. So that number he throws out of 60,000, that, that's, he, he's, he's defeating his own argument. All of the deaths and the outbreaks and the hospitals and everything else, that's going on. And we're trying to put those things in place. If we, once we have a vaccine and then you learn about, right, social distancing, not going to work when you're sick, people working remotely. How about shutting down, not letting people go into nursing homes and hospitals that are sick? You would not have those deaths. What he's talking about, if we didn't take the precautions that we have taken and instead followed, which is basically nothing was done about the flu other than telling people to get a flu shot, but allowing people to go into work that is sick, allowing people to go into nursing homes when they're sick, not quarantining anyone, not washing hands, not wearing face coverings, then the debts would be far higher than that. This is not an equal argument. That is a fool. He's he's defeating his own purpose. What are you talking about? Yes, 60,000 people did die. But if we had implemented what we have now, the amount of people dying from the flu would probably, watch, that will drop dramatically. Don't you see that? 
It was, that was wrong that we were letting all those people die from the flu. You don't use that as, see, you're, you're, th- th- this is ludicrous. And I, know, I met him. I've interviewed him several times. I respect Bill Bennett. That is a, that's not even an argument. That's a ridiculous argument that was just accepted. 60,000 people die. Th- th- that's crazy. But if we didn't put things in, you'd have 260,000 people dying. You know, the, the, the whole thing about the model and the model is wrong, it's projected it, and there are still people not following guidelines. I'll let this continue, but this is, and the fact that having him on and not questioning him in this manner, I just find appalling. I really do. For this, we scared the hell out of the American people. We lost 17 million jobs. We put a major dent in the economy. We closed down the schools. You heard Dr. Oz say we probably didn't have to do that. Uh, shut down the churches and so on. Um, you know, this was not and is not a pandemic. But we do have panic and pandemonium as a result of the hype of this. And it's really unfortunate. Look at the facts. Uh, it's a, you, it is labeled a pandemic, but uh, you also point out that you believe for, from the number that you're able to see, if you get it, you have a 98% chance of survival. Correct. Uh, less than uh, two-tenths of one, if you're average American, two-tenths of one percent chance that you're going to get it. Two-tenths. Uh, and if you get it, you have a 98% chance of recovery. These things are very rarely heard uh, out there. As That's Dr. true. As was just saying, That's uh, true. people with the comorbidities uh, who have, you know, heart disease, who have very high blood pressure, no new who are 75 years old, I'm in my 70s, uh, these are the real risks. But we have scared the heck out of everybody. And, you know, psychologically, as a people, remember 9-11? We talked about let's roll. In this one, there's been too much. Let's roll up on the ball. Now, wait a minute. What's also unfair about that is you don't know how it spreads. There's a lot of unknowns. I agree with all of that. And folks, and again, good morning. It's John DePietro. Listen, I I also agree. I completely agree with those that say that it is time or to look at reopening the economy and who really gets impacted. I, I Ran into someone yesterday, and I was I was very clear. I think the colleges should open in the fall. I think the kids should return to school before the end of the year. But it's you can't deny that it is a problem if you don't know how it can spread. The hospitals have to be alleviated of the burden. You don't want healthy young people that aren't affected by it spreading it to their parents or grandparents, where it could have a much more devastating effect. So his whole argument. And the fact they even viewed him and had him on and they're not really questioning him like that. Um, this business of we should just run. See, I, and I disagree with that. Like, where's the fighting spirit and roll on? You, you can't ignore what's happening at the hospitals. And to try to say it's not a pandemic with all the people that have died and you see what's going on in Italy and so forth. That, that is just that's ridiculous. Don't try to point portray everyone as soft. You can't have it both ways. Okay, this caught everyone off guard. There is no vaccine for it. It is a new virus. To try to just say we should have ignored it and let it go on like that when you don't know how it spreads, who gets it, uh, the way that suddenly there are people dying in a very short amount of time. Would, Would he feel this way? See, this is I think this is irresponsible Monday morning quarterbacking. I really do. And the fact that Brian Kilmeade is letting him going on and having like a. I know when they challenge someone, they don't challenge someone. He's given them a free pass on that. I get that. Um, I, 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 that is that is not a fear. So what what would have made it serious? Would they feel differently if suddenly there were two hundred fifty thousand people dead? Then 
I, I completely agree. At some point, when we get a handle on it, get a better feel for it, put new protocols in place, then it will be time to reopen things. But, but not until then. And I think we are getting closer. That's the good news. I think we are getting closer. Now, I want to say a special hello to Beverly Russell, because from what I understand, Beverly listens to the program and Beverly went out and bought a bottle of a Kyberry that I have been talking about. And folks, I encourage you to get it. It's an antioxidant. You, this is incredible. Since I started drinking this, I have my family, you get uh, energy from it. It puts important nutrients into your body which you're going to need to fight off in case you get it, a Kyberry. Uh, you can find it online. I'll tell you how. But it's an antioxidant, and it is available. And my friend Angela that puts it out, it is a disease-fighting power of the Akai Berry. Now, you can get it online or learn more about it at A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I.com. Akai Berry. A-C-I-A-C-I. A C A I B E R R I dot com. Akai Berry. And good morning to uh, Beverly. I'm so glad to hear she went out and uh, picked up a bottle of it. Folks, nutritionally, but what it does, it does help your body fight off germs and diseases. And, and I swear by it. And on top of that, it also protects the body from oxygen free radical damage to the cells. Now, you can pick it up. At uh, Dave's Knees Greenwich, also Vendor Ravioli, you can pick up a bottle. How about in the northern part of the state, in Cumberland? It's My Health in Cumberland sells it. And also the Akai Berry offices at 50 King Street in Johnston. Look for them on Facebook. I swear by it. A-C-A-I-B-E-R-R-I, Akai Berry antioxidant. Pick up a bottle for yourself or your family. And again, thank you to Beverly for uh, picking that up and I got word of that. Folks, good morning right now. It's 1131. It's John DePietro. And I recognize some people are following what I call the talking points. I think you have to look beyond that. I think um, as someone, there's there's no consolation to me if President Trump uh, loses to Biden by 30 points. And I know some people are ignoring it. Remember, this election, just like the last one, is going to be decided by independent voters. There are many people listening or maybe watching. I'm not paying attention to the comments right now. But you have to realize, many of you, you're like me. And regardless, you're voting for the president. But you have to look outside of that. Not everyone falls into that category. This election, to me, it's not even the president against uh, Vice President, former Vice President Joe Biden. This is... This is the president against how he handles this crisis. And people want to go about it's Fauci's fault. It's Pelosi's fault. It's the fake news and blah, blah, blah. You're not getting it. This is something you can't spin. This is something that people are unemployed and they see foolishness and and, and attacking the media and everything else. Um, that is what is going to resonate with them. Now, closer to home, coming up at noon, we will have our segment with Justin Katz, managing editor of OceanStateCurrent.com. Our segment is Politics This Week. And in some ways, folks, now, Governor Armando coming at 1 o'clock, we will carry her press briefing. I believe the governor needs to address several things. And I think Governor Armando needs to address, uh, number one, the wedding business. I, it may not seem important to many of you, but that is a big industry 
in Rhode Island, especially over the next couple of months. And I think that is left unclear. I think the governor, from what I understand, was kind of caught off guard. And Governor Raimondo said, this isn't a good year to get married, which doesn't make sense to a lot of people. Or you can't have gatherings more than 50 people. You can have functions as long as you have distancing in place. You can also have functions if people are washing their hands. They're coming out with different uh, apps. I think I saw in certain parts of, um, now granted, we're not China, but I even saw it. You know, they even have infrared glasses they've come out with. When they look at someone, they can tell if you have a fever. We, we have to adjust to, you know, there are still some people that go to things even though they're sick, people that don't pay attention, people that don't practice good hygiene. And you need to have protocols in place that even with those people that don't pay attention and do things like that, that it would still be safe to everyone else. You don't want a situation. I mean, we, we want to, I should say, avoid a situation where people go to a wedding and then the next day there's an outbreak, right? Can you imagine 30, 40 of your guests all break out with coronavirus? And then obviously just on sheer numbers, some people are then going to end up in the hospital and some of them could end up losing their life. You don't want to be in the hospital. I think that needs to be clarified by Governor Armando. And something else that I'm going to push on, folks, um, and that is this business of regarding mail ballots. Now, I want to be very clear. Right now, it's 1135 on this rainy Monday. And we we cannot – our elections are rigged as they are. And I'm a little less concerned in some ways about – the element of mail ballots because we don't have the statewide elections this year. This year in November, you will have the election for president. You will have uh, Congressman Cicilline, Congressman Langevin up, but then you you will have some mayoral races, and then you'll also have um, races of of what's going on right now as far as those running at the state house, right for rep or senate. But Rhode Island, we talk about a state that is not prepared. For mail ballots, Nellie Gorbia, the Secretary of State, the the the, court, the the um the courts are still right now. The Providence Journal, that court case against her to release mail ballot information is still pending and has not been released. The Board of Elections has that boisterous, loudmouth Judge Steve Erickson, who is is just he is uh, he is just ridiculous to deal with. And he acts as a bully and he's insulting of people and anyone that questions him, he is against. Um, you can't have someone like that. Rhode Island is not prepared to have mail ballots. That is complete foolishness. Now, uh, the latest poll numbers have Governor Armando with a 75, I think, a 76 approval rating, President Trump 29. Now, I, I've never thought that the president was going to win Rhode Island. I don't. That doesn't mean he can't run strong or run better. If we had fair elections, maybe it would be somewhat balanced. With a mail ballot situation, there's, there's not a chance. And I've tried to explain that to people. But the president really needs to focus on battleground states that he actually can win. So some of my questions, I am concerned on this direction that Secretary of State Nelly Gorbia wants to move into, which is all mail ballots. Um, I think... You know, I I don't know about you. I will wait longer in line to vote. But the voting at the the polling places is 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 so important. And there are a lot of challenges with people trying to you have to get signatures, you know, to get on the ballot. 
And I don't know how people go door to door. People are not going to be in a hurry to open up their door to a stranger. Uh, the, the timing of this is, um, is very, very unfortunate. It's terrible, as a matter of fact, because you could see incumbents at a time that we need incumbents knocked out under the current climate. When you reduce the, the ability for people trying to newcomers run for office that can't do a lot of fundraising because people don't want to attend a fundraiser, let alone people won't have the money to donate to campaigns, plus you limit the door-to-door campaigning, it's a huge advantage for the incumbents. And none of that none of that is good because we do need some changes. I don't know where everything is going to shake out. Uh, I think the governor also needs to inject some element of, I posted on Facebook, and a f- photographer from Channel 12, po- Channel 10, excuse me, posted that yesterday... Uh, Someone called the police. The Providence police responded to Roger Williams Park because a family, from what I was told, was playing wiffle ball. Or there was a group of a family playing baseball. Now, if, if you have five people that have been quarantined in a home, hear me out. Five people quarantined at home. Or let's just say four. Okay? And then their family, their cousins, they also have four members. And they have been quarantined and haven't gone out. So you have eight healthy people that haven't come in contact with anyone. There's nothing wrong with them interacting, let alone in a baseball game where people are standing around or I didn't, I didn't see it or witness it. I don't know if you could even wear gloves to touch the bat and the ball. I mean, I understand you don't want people sharing the bat, but there are ways around it. I think some people are mis... They, they're misguided and they're starting to rat people out or the people that are objecting to people golfing or... I don't know, you know, five people riding bikes that are separate from each other. Like some people have to get a grip. There is good news with what we're finding. And that is that young children are not dropping dead by all accounts. So I am one of those people that think that, you know, there should be a push to return children to school before the end of the year. Maybe not everyone. And I also understand the concern of the lunchrooms and teachers as far as wanting to be in the classroom around children, um, it has to be adjusted in some way. But I don't think what I'm saying is I don't think, you know, people should go for the all or nothing strategy. And the all or nothing strategy, which is seemingly of either, you know, you're either at home or as if people think that everything goes back to normal. And the same thing with restaurants. At some point, if restaurants will open and set up tables uh, in a new formula where they are six feet apart and they're cleaning the tables and the chairs. If people want to venture to the restaurants and want to send their children to school and things, as long as new protocols are in place, I, I am firmly with people that believe that we, we have to have the ability to somehow return somewhat to normal. Uh, because there's going to be, and you're starting to see some people, that they are forever going to be for the shutdown. And, and, and I'm not on board with that in any way, right? We do need people working. Uh, down the line, the state, a new budget comes in July 1st. I don't know what that's going to look like. I also, I don't understand why, like many of you, and folks, good morning at 1141. It's John DePietro. Uh, Governor Armando saying she's not even looking at layoffs for state workers because we need to keep people working. But right now, you have all these people that are home 
and they're getting paid and they haven't been laid off. And their main job is to work at the Rhode Island State House when the General Assembly is in session. And the General Assembly is not even in session. What, what's the point of that? If they worked for a private company, they would have been laid off in two seconds, right? At some point, it is certainly not fair to you or anyone in the private sector that have been laid off or the business shut down and may never reopen. And you have 16,000 state workers who life goes on as normal. I mean, how is that fair? If anything, the state can't afford it. And the cities and towns certainly cannot afford it. You look at the city of Warwick, which barely was getting by with the way they were functioning, right? Ridiculous teacher's contract, ridiculous fire contract. Well, the city of Warwick now, uh, how many people in the city of Warwick now have been laid off, lost their jobs, and so they aren't going to be paying as much in taxes or don't have the money to pay taxes? Think of a big source of money for the city of Warwick, just as an example, is Bald Hill Road and the malls and all the shopping. And they're all closed. So those businesses don't have money that they are pouring into the city. Again, staying with the city of Warwick for a moment. Um, The city of Warwick has a lot of restaurants that are paying taxes. They're closed. So that's just one example of one city that I'm thinking of. Uh, they, they haven't had money to begin with, and you still have teachers with 90 sick days. So the city of Warwick says, we need to reopen our contract with our teachers union. And what happened last year or 2018? Governor Armando signed into law the Evergreen statute, which means if you have a contract and you're a public sector a worker, teacher, firefighter, the contract continues indefinitely until they agree upon a new contract. And they're never going to agree upon a new contract because you have pre-coronavirus and you have current and post-coronavirus. They're never going to see the amount of money that they had. So in essence, they're never going to sign a new deal. And they could really not afford it the way it was, let alone now. So the problems with the cities and towns are, are really just beginning. They're not even close to coming to an end. Folks, it's John DePietro on this uh, rainy Monday. You know, today is a good day. Listen, as I've been telling you, get your house organized, right? Why not get rid of some of your belongings? Why not do some spring cleaning? And you can do all of that. And a great way to do it is if you call Brothers Disposal today at 401 6880517. Now they have a Facebook page, Brothers Disposal. Look for the they have the Laker colors, the purple and yellow. It's Brothers Disposal and it's very simple. As you're cleaning out your home, your unwanted belongings. Maybe you've been putting it off. Maybe you say, "You know what? I'm finally going to throw some of this stuff out." Maybe I've stuff in my attic or your basement or your garage. Well, with Brothers Disposal. And again, you can call them at 401-688-0517, 401-688-0517, and they will deliver a dumpster right to your home. So think about this. You suddenly say, you know what? It's time to, now that I've been quarantined, I'm in the house, I'm going to clean out some of this stuff and give myself more room. Or I've been meaning to do it. And I've never had the time. Now is the time to do it. Do some real spring cleaning. You know, finally toss some of those old rusted toys or objects or just unneeded, unwanted belongings, things that you don't use. You call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Tell them, here's about how much stuff I have. 
right? They will come and bring a dumpster right to your home, right to your driveway. Then they pull away and you work out with them. Maybe you need it for one day. Maybe you need it for two days. Maybe you need it for a week or a weekend. And then they come and then they take it away. And then all your stuff is gone. Think how great that is. If This is one of those times. If you don't do spray cleaning now, I mean, if, even for those that procrastinate, this is the time to finally you know, reclaim your home, reclaim your basement, your attic, some of these old unwanted things that you've just you just don't use anymore. Broken furnitures or old rusted tricycles or bikes or whatever it may be. 401-688-0517. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal today. 401-688-0517. 401-688-0517 for Brothers Disposal. Well, folks, good morning at 1146 on this rainy Monday. Talk about a day to stay inside. It's John DePietro. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at DePietro.com. This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Now, for your company, Soul Source Restoration, call them 401-712-2700. Coronavirus cleaning and disinfection service for Southern New England, serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut. Coronavirus cleaning and disinfection. They have the proper tools. They're only one of six companies in the entire country that have the type of cleaning service that fully uh, can clean. You know, the old way where you just bring somebody in with a, uh, a mop. Right. And maybe some Windex. That's not killing the virus. Sole source restoration. They have microthermal fogging, electrostatic spraying equipment, CDC approved. It's also environmentally pet friendly. They have protective equipment. Sole source restoration for your business, for your building, for your school. Call them for your home. 401-712-2700 for soul and it's S-O-L-E, soul source restoration. Now, another element of um, folks of this is they're finding one way that this is definitely spreading is on shoes. That is something also to keep in mind. Some people, apparently different workers or different people like that, they don't realize that it's getting onto their shoes, even the sole of the shoes. So be very cautious when you're taking, you're putting your shoes on or off. Uh, You definitely don't want to track it around your home. But there are many people you want to be cautious and try to clean your shoes the best you can. But you want to make sure that you're not touching if your shoes if you don't have to slip on shoes would be better and maybe you just use them kind of going on and off that is an area that they're trying to find out exactly um how this is working i also just saw a a tweet about um blue states versus red states i i think this is something that the president need president trump needs to be cautious of And that is, you know, this whole business of penalizing certain governors or going after, and I like this one, but I don't like that one, and da-da-da. And I I think he has to be very, very cautious because the governors right now hold a lot of power. And the governor, you you don't, what I think you potentially could see is a power struggle and a weakened presidency, which you don't want. But you can't, you know, you can't play with people like that. You absolutely can't play like with people like that. Now, 
something that has, um, and I think this is positive, George Stephanopoulos, I don't know if you've heard about that, but he has tested positive. He's never had a fever, never had chills, never had a headache, never a cough. This is him this morning on uh, Good Morning America. Much, much better, Robin. Thank you. Hold on. We're always thinking also of our GMA family. And George, many people have been asking, how is, how is Allie feeling this wife. morning, George? She's doing much, much better, Robin. Thank you. Happy Easter to both of you. In fact, she's going on her fifth day now uh, with no fever, which is really a great sign. Uh, Slowly getting out of bed a little bit more uh, each day. So we're really happy about that. And I also learned over the weekend that my test came back positive for COVID as well, which is really no surprise given the fact that I've been here uh, for a couple of weeks. But uh, I'm one of those, I guess, cases that are basically asymptomatic. I've never had a fever, never had chills. Never had a headache, never had cough, never had shortness of breath. I'm feeling great. Um, And so we're going to talk to Dr. Jen about that in our next half hour. Now, that is very, very significant. Think of that, George Stephanopoulos. You know, and I'm so glad because I start to wonder if Cuomo on CNN was really kind of uh, playing it up a little bit. Because he was like, oh, and he called it the beast and it comes and I've lost 13 pounds. And I, I, I don't know about that because one thing I'll say about Chris Cuomo of CNN is it certainly wouldn't have been a big story if, in fact, he said, I got it. I, I have it. I've tested positive and I, I really feel fine. You know, someone who continues to be, uh, folks, just a great first lady. And that is uh, the first lady, Melania Trump. Continue to learn healthy chores and share some laughter with your family. Together with kindness and care, we will get through this temporary but tough time. Make sure that you listen to your parents about how to stay safe and healthy. We are thinking. You know, she has such a nice way about her, and it's obviously has not been easy. Hello but to children everywhere. In this difficult time, while we are far away from our friends classmates, and extended family members. We should all continue to make the very best of our days. You know, I I think that could have gotten a little more play uh, for different reasons it did not. But I think the First Lady has been, um, again, it was a very uplifting message in her own way. It is certainly not easy with the president under attack and the president fighting. And now they're going back and forth against Dr. Fauci. And it's uh, seemingly like... You know, one thing after another. But I also want to play um, what what seemingly got um, people upset at Dr. Fauci was this interview he did with uh, Jake Tapper and CNN. The U.S. announced uh, their first confirmed coronavirus cases at, at virtually the same time in late January. If you take a look at where we are right now in the U.S., the U.S. now has 50 times more cases and almost 100 times more fatalities than South Korea. Uh, Meanwhile, while the U.S. makes up only about 4.25% of the world's population, the U.S. has 30% of the world's reported coronavirus cases and almost 20% of the reported coronavirus deaths. Sanjay Gupta said that this is all because we got started too late in the U.S. Is that right? Do you agree? You know, it isn't as simple as that, uh, Jake. I'm sorry. I mean, uh, to just say this is all happening because we got started too late. Obviously, if you look, could you have done something a little bit earlier? It would have had an impact, obviously. But where we are right now is the result of a number of factors. The size of the country, the heterogeneity of the country. It's, I think it's a little bit unfair 
to compare us to South Korea, where they had an outbreak in Daegu and they had the capability of immediately assembly, shutting it off completely in a way that we may not have been able to do in this country. So obviously, I would have been nice if we had a better head start. But I don't think you could say that we are where we are right now because of one factor. It's very complicated, Jake. You know, I, and who has a problem with that? Right. I mean, I, 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 I remain. Just so you understand, I, I ride with Fauci. I, I, I am very critical of different individuals. I have not seen this business of these always been wrong. Um, th- this is fast moving. It's unprecedented. Uh, I, I still think he is the world expert. I don't understand all these people that are now starting to attack him. I think what he just said that what is he supposed to do? You can't lie. We need facts. Um, many of you, and I, I get it, but I am telling you right now, I believe the White House, they need to change things up. I want to hear more from Dr. Fauci. I want to hear more from Dr. Burks. I think Vice President Mike Pence has risen to the occasion. I believe President Trump should focus on working with governors in a positive way and, and looking at ways as a builder of rebuilding the economy. I don't like when you attacks different people on Twitter. I don't. It's not the time. It's inappropriate. I don't certainly don't like him tweeting anything that says fire Fauci. He does not need to hold a two hour and 20 minute press briefing where he's giving medical advice. It's wrong. It's miscast. That is not his strength. The president can work behind the scenes Try to work with the governors, work within the government, get money supplies to people who need it, stay off the attack and lead. Right. What's the expression? Either lead or get out of the way. He is not helping himself. I don't want to hear about impeachment. I don't want to hear about hoaxes. I don't want to hear about Hunter Biden. People, that's not the information people want. That's old. It's like running a rerun. We're in a new dynamic right now. Okay, you have to adjust. And if he does not adjust, he will be a one-term president. Mark my words. Maybe some of you are happy with that. I think some people are. Just like someone that contacted me last week. I'd rather he lose than stop right there. Not me. I'm all about winning. The, the only way he can be effective is by winning. Some of this other foolishness has got to go by the wayside. Now, for those that you want to get out, and you are allowed to get out and you are allowed to get some delicious fresh food. I want to remind you about our friends at Ron's Pastry Gourmet. They're open. Ron and Melissa, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right next to Silver Spring, Silver Spring Street. Excuse me. They have the delicious Trump donuts. You can go to their Facebook page. Excuse me. God bless me. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. How about how does it sound? Delicious sausage and peppers. And eggplant and meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, Philly cheesesteak calzones, pepperoni cheese calzones, chicken parm calzones. They have plain and deluxe spinach pies. And remember, it's all to go. So pizza strips, delicious cannolis and brownies and delicious cakes. What an Easter display they had. Look for them on Facebook. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Easy to get to. People drive from all over. Ron and Melissa, they get in there at 3, 3.30 in the morning. Everything is baked fresh. But you're going to love some of those delicious Trump donuts. That's a big hit. 
or, you know, the thing about some of these calzones is you buy a bunch of them and then, boy, talk about eating well. This is no time to skimp. This is a time. Visit our friends, Ron and Melissa, Ron's Pastry Gourmet. It's one of those places, 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. They're right next to AAA in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street. You're in, you're out, everything's fresh. But uh, anyone that stops in, this is then people say, I'm coming back here. It's that good. It's that terrific. And again, you can also uh, look for them on Facebook, their Facebook page. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Now, folks, the Stephanopoulos thing, I think that's interesting. And I'm glad that he's not playing it up. He's not like, I have 101 fever and I'm battling the beast. I mean, I'm starting to wonder if Chris Cuomo, I mean, we don't know, we'll never know. But just early on, he always seems to have a way to kind of throw him into the, himself into the stories. Um, and I, I, I don't know. We won't know. But I, I think it is positive to see someone like a George Stephanopoulos. And by the way, I like Good Morning America. I mean, I, I can't watch the Today Show. I'm not a fan of Savannah Guthrie. I, I'm not a big fan of GMA, but I do watch it just because their first 15, 20 minutes is usually pretty solid. But I like the fact there he is. His wife was deathly ill. She seemingly is better. I don't know, deathly, but very sick about it, sick with it. And George Stephanopoulos, I have no symptoms, no fever, nothing asymptomatic. That's good news. That's very good news. And so for him to know he has it and how it affects him and then how it affects the wife. Look at that. Two people, same house, completely different results. So uh, I view that as good news because the more they learn about it, uh, the more the people say, "Okay, look at that, how it could affect now. We don't know. Did he give it to the wife? I mean, you want to avoid things like that. I'm just saying, I I think people have to be rational. I, like many of you, I'm very anxious for things to return some element of normalcy. And I think as we get into May, we can. All right, next hour, here's what we're going to do. Folks, it's John DePietro, weekdays. Um, Coming up, we're going to have the 12 o'clock news. And then Justin Katz will join me, politics this week. And then at 1 o'clock, Governor Mundo, her daily press briefing from the State House. Remember, visit the the, uh, website, DePietro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Listen, everybody be patient. We are actually going to get through it. It's not easy being bottled up. It's a rainy, windy day. Everybody stay calm. Go to the website, depetro.com. You can listen that way. We have the stream going. A lot more ahead. So 12 o'clock news. Then, Justin, you don't want to miss next hour. Then Governor Mundo coming up with a daily press briefing at 1 o'clock on this Monday, Easter Monday, April 13th. It's all ahead right here on the John DePietro Show. Remember, follow me on Facebook and Twitter. But the best thing to do is go to the website, depetro.com, D-E-P-T-R-O.com.